Podcast, featuring Jamie, Mike, and Steve. And we are back here on the Nothing But Nut Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Carter. We finally get a little break in the action. We get to have a little bit of fun, my guys. How we doing, Jamie? Doing well, man. All-Star weekend. Um, pretty excited about it. Not as much as I used to be, but uh, it's still a good time seeing all the stars out at once. Um, uh, really excited about it. What is not as exciting today as it used to be for for you? Um, pretty much everything from a dunk contest to three point contest, um, to the all-star game. It's just not as, um, uh, I don't know what word I would use. Probably like, entertaining. Uh, I guess just, yeah, entertaining. <laughs> yeah. The word that it is supposed to be doing for the fans. Mike, what's good, my guy. Do you agree with this take that Jamie has going out here early? Uh, of course, it's good. It's fun to watch. I'll say that. Um, but I, I understand what Jamie's saying. I guess when you're like a kid growing up, like you know, ten, eleven, twelve, or something, like watching all this stuff is super exciting. And uh, I won't, I won't compare it to the Super Bowl, but it kind of had like to me that vibe where like, oh, I can't wait to like sit down, you know, whatever snacks and stuff, watch dunk contests or All Star game or whatever. Um, but you know they they're they're trying to revamp some stuff to make it interest more interesting and more entertaining. So it's a good good break for the for the fans, I guess, to have this just to break up the season, and then good for the players as well. You can tell they need the break. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more so for the players than the fans. Um, I mean, it's 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 a nice weekend, as Jamie said. You get all the stars in town. Um, Probably the one, maybe two times a year, they're all in the same city. Um, it's just a really fun time of the year. I still really enjoy the weekend. I know it's not the same to what we are used to. Um, but I, there's still something about All-Star Weekend that brings the kid out in me. Um, with it being in Cleveland last year, being so close, you know, it was just nice. I know, like, obviously the dunk contest was disappointing. But it's the years where the dunk contest is really good. Those seem to be the all-star weekends we remember the most. Um, so with that being said, there's just like been a lot of debate. Before we start going into this year's specifically, I want to start here with you, Mike. Do you think the all-star game should end with the three-point competition or the dunk contest? Oh, I think in the past, the dunk contest has just always been you know, quote-unquote, the main event. Um, and I think the three-point contest typically has been a good uh, kind of an entryway to that where it's exciting, you know, you get see guys catch fire, uh, you know, shooting and shooting at a high clip, and especially when it comes down to the wire to the last shot or something. But, um, you know, the dunk contest, like especially last year, like we said, you know, and maybe in a couple of years past hasn't been, as competitive as we'd like, I feel like the last one that was spectacular and argue, arguably the best one was uh, Levine and Gordon. But uh, yeah, I, I still think it's the main event. I still think it should be last. I still think the uh, 
uh, for that night itself, I still think the three-point competition, you know, leading up, building up to the dunk contest is kind of the way it should be. Yeah, someone I was talking to is arguing the three-point contest should be at the end just because, you know, there's always guarantee of a thrilling finish, basically, um, which I thought was interesting. But um, I'll I'll save my piece for after what Jamie says here. What do you have, Jim? I think I'm going to agree with Mike. Um, although the I'm dunk saying. contest has been underwhelming the past, I don't know, four or five years probably, um, it's still you're still going to watch it. You know, everybody still watches it, even though it might not be as exciting as it used to be. Um, plus, I like having the the three point contest before for some reason. I don't know if just maybe growing up that was the thing, but. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it quite yet. No, and I don't think it should be changed because I think if we're talking All-Star Weekend, um, if I ask you guys, like, what memorable three-point contest do you remember off the top of your head? I think it's not as easy to come up with as the Vince Carter dunk contest days, the Aaron Gordon, the Zach Levine, the Blake Griffin, the Nate Robinson, the Dwight Howard. Like, we remember all those performances because the dunk contest – you know, everything before Saturday night just kind of leads into the dunk, dunk contest. It brings, like, this anticipation. I'm interested to see how it works out this year because we don't have the names of Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin, you know, a superstar. Um, and that's something we can get into here in a little bit. But I think it's an interesting debate. And, you know, the three-point competition always is, like, really good, really entertaining until, you know, one of the final balls. So, I think it's an interesting debate that uh, maybe the NBA should consider looking at. Personally, I'm with you guys. I don't agree that they should, though. I think the dunk contest is what makes All-Star Weekend what it is. Um, But to start All-Star Weekend, guys, we always got to start with the um, Rising Stars. It's on Friday night. We have the Celebrity Game at 7. We have Rising Stars at 9. Um, what do you guys think, of, Jamie? I'll start with you. What do you think of the new format that was inserted last year? Uh, there was a there was another fantasy draft again. I don't know if you guys got to catch that. Paulo Bancaro went number one overall. Um, what do you think of this new format where we get uh, two teams that play each other, and then the last two teams play each other for a championship, and then that's how we decide MVP now? Um, I. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I didn't even know it was a draft last year. I didn't play pay that much pay that close attention to it, I guess, but I mean, I kind of like the four team um four team playoff kind of thing. Um I'm actually really excited to see that G League team. That looks like it could be some fun. Um especially for like the NBA guys that um play the same people every, you know, every week pretty much, I mean, across the league, and then you get some guys that you can beat up on that are uh, in the lower divisions. Yeah, do you think, um, do you, so let me ask you, I should have asked you this at the start, do you think it's better this way, or do you think it's better with the international team versus the USA team? I always liked the international versus, or was it world versus USA team uh, kind of um, 
yeah. way they did it before. I like that way. I don't know why they changed it. Maybe the views. I don't know. But um, yeah, I liked I liked having like the European players and uh, everybody across the world kind of come together and play all the um, American uh, players. Yeah. You know, I think why it changes because I think a lot of people get caught up in the fantasy drafts these days, and I think it brings more eyes to All-Star Weekend if we have a fantasy draft. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but, Mike, where are you at with the new setup for the Rising Stars competition? Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I think overall I do like the four-team format, and, uh, you know, like Jamie was saying, you get a couple G League guys in there just to kind of mix it up and might give them a little more uh, time to shine and, and kind of give the G League a little bit um, more of the spotlight. Not saying it you know, needs an incredible amount, but a little bit more is, is probably good for that league in its, in its own right. But I like the kind of the four team where you you know you win, you move on type of deal. I don't, I don't think that's bad. And I, I think the, the USA you know, uh, versus world was actually a, a pretty good, uh, change that they made. And I, I think of it mostly like this, that it's, it's, uh, really puts it into perspective, like how good some of the world is, or the rest of the world is. I feel like when, when you're watching NBA teams, um, you know, you recognize good players, this and that. And I don't think you, like, we fully always understand how good, like the world could put up a team. Uh, until you had that game and you see all these names, you know, like, oh, geez, I didn't know this guy was – Canada always gets me. I, the, there's a couple guys that I'm, I'm always like, they, you know, they're, from, they, they're born in Canada. Or, you know, you have, of course, the Europeans every now and then you might get an, an Aussie. But uh, so that's why I, I kind of like that world uh, versus USA format. But I do think the, the Ford team is a, a, not like a bad change. Like I, I wouldn't say it's, a, you know – huge plus but good as far as the change goes like sure but you know i'm happy with it plus we got a um potential lottery pick and scoot henderson that's going to be playing so that's kind of cool yeah get accustomed yeah. to the the league's talent i should say it'll definitely be a, a big night for scoot henderson um but back to mike's point about the world, you know, putting up a bet. I think the world roster would beat the USA roster at this all-star game. If we split all-stars and we put them, the, the, the Americans with the Americans and the world with the world, the world would beat the U S team without Steph and Kevin Durant. And I think that should be known. Um, well, and they got the last five, four MVPs, five yeah. after next year. So, I mean, that would be Luca. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Giannis, Shy, Shy, yeah. Lori Marketing, or maybe not. I don't know. He seems nice. foreign to me. He's just foreign. <laughs> He's he foreign. is the finisher. He's from Finland. He seems yeah. foreign to me. God. Pascal Siakam's another name that comes up. Lucevic. Lucevic could be on there. I mean, I was, yeah, just, thinking, I was just more low talking about, like, just All-Stars just this the year. All-Stars. I think if, like, it was an All-Star game and we did the world, we did the U.S., I think the world would beat the U.S. Yeah, uh, wouldn't be surprising. Do we have any predictions for this 
rising stars uh, game, this tournament, I should say. Who do we think wins? What team and what player wins MVP? I'll start here with you, Mike. Uh, I'm going to go Team Pal. Um, I think they have the best rookie right now. Although, yeah, I'll still go Team Pal. Uh, I like Paolo Bancaro, obviously. Uh, it might give Jay and Ivy a time to get a little, uh, you know, get cooking a little. Keegan Murray's a good player. Uh, Scotty Barnes, of course, he might have. He might be a little more successful against this tier group of players. Um, but the real one for me here is, uh, A, Benedict Matherin. I, I can see him having a really good game uh, or a couple games in this format, as well as give me give me Jose Alvarado just, like, still going to be hustling and diving for loose balls in this game. And I think he can be – if they're playing, like, hard, I feel like he could be an X factor that just gets them extra possessions and stuff. So without looking at it too in-depth, give me, give me Team Pal. And your MVP is? I might do it. I might go Matherin. Yeah, I think it's a good situation for him to get up some shots. And if he gets hot, very well to work. Just a quick question, Jamie. I think you took Jaden Ivey as Rookie of the Year. Um, Obviously, it doesn't look like that's going to be where this year goes for him. Are you still as high on Jaden Ivey halfway, like two-thirds of the way through the season as you were to start the year? Um, That's tough. Because, I mean, I think Cade would have, playing alongside Cade would have helped a lot. And him getting injured, you'd think, would benefit Ivy's numbers. And it just kind of hasn't. He's had a decent year, but um, guys like Bancaro and even Walker Kessler now, uh, Matherin, they're having better years. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty worried for Jaden Ivey. He's only averaging 15 points a game. He's only shooting 40% from the 42% from the field. Um, I mean, we knew the three-point numbers were just going to need a lot of work, but 33% is a solid starting ground. It's probably something we can get up into workable range. Um, Jaden Ivey is just a name Mike mentioned, and it caught my eye because I was higher on him than some maybe, but. Um, I just remember the Kings took Keegan Murray over him and everyone melted, but Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray looks like a better player for right now, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, he has good size, really good shooter. Um, just seems like he fits the system better, but Jalen or Jaden Ivy probably just has a little more upside. Mike, I don't know if you have anything to throw in here. I just remember Jamie picked Jaden Ivy as his rookie of the year pick. Oh, I, I had Paolo and, uh, obviously he's still a strong candidate for that. Um, but yeah, sometimes rookies, you know, their first year, it's a little subpar to what they want, but then they they come around their second year. It's all it's called, you know, it's all just kind of a learning curve and you know some growing pains. Yes, Jamie, who do you have in this competition, and who do you have winning MVP? Uh, you go first, Stephen. Ooh, I'm after you. <laughs> That's the yeah, best well, part about being the host. The good thing is, well, I was going to pick whoever you didn't pick just to make it interesting. But, okay, now that I got three to choose I was going to do the same. I'll um, take uh, I'll take Deron then. Dar- who is this, Darren Williams? Deron Williams? Who's Deron Williams? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were calling him in Brooklyn when he fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is Deron Williams? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'll go team 
Team Joe Kim. Um, I love Jalen Green. I love Jalen Green in this kind of setting. He's already had a couple 40-point oh, yeah. games this year. I, I think this is, could be just the right setting for him just to go crazy a little bit. Bones, too. Bones might have a quick 30-piece. But, all right, I'm going to go, obviously, Team Joe Kim. I'm going to take... Oh boy, I'm gonna do it to you. I'm gonna take Evan Mobley as oh. the player of the game. Oh, don't don't do that. I was, uh, I was he wins MVP he's, in he's this gonna game. Have, he's gonna have like I'm gonna say twenty five and twelve with like five assists in the right. final. I was hoping you're gonna chuck out a Josh oh, yeah. Giddy. I was hoping oh. you're gonna chuck out a Josh Giddy. <laughs> I thought he about was. it until I saw Evan Mobley. I'm like, oh, what would be best to beat yeah. Steve and have his boy do it? Yeah, no, I no, I mean, I appreciate having Mobley, but not, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm a Jalen Green, like Jalen Green gets going in this situation, he can yeah, win this a, thing on his own. It's a perfect setting for him, like you said. No defense, just shoot. And I like Walker Kessler too, right? Like he's just like gonna get bored, so he's not gonna do shit. I just, I don't know. I have a good feeling about Jalen Green. That's my MVP pick. Do we have any final comments here other than they probably shouldn't have switched this from the world to the, they haven't shouldn't have switched to this format. This format, I mean, it's fun because we get like more games. I don't know. I just kind of like those long games. I remember like Dion Waiters and who was it? Tim Hardaway Jr. going at it. Kyrie broke breaking uh, Brandon Knight. Like I just remember those games being way more fun than this new setup. Poor Brendan Knight had a rough career, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. But weeks, anyway. Two weeks before that, he <laughs> got dunked on by DeAndre. He's been on the wrong end of many. So LA many, Rails. man. Yeah. Poor Brandon. A poor poor guy who played in the NBA for, what, like eight years? I think he actually Brandon had a Knight decent really young career, still man. Too. Isn't he, like, 33 or something? Like, still fairly young? Is he Probably. A, is he a Shang, Shanghai guy now? Dude, I have no clue. I haven't heard this name in a while. Last time I heard this name was with he was with the Cavs for a second, then he went to the Pistons, and then that was it. <laughs> Say less, huh? Yeah, that's it. Was you know bleak times in Cleveland. Alrighty, fellas, let's roll into uh, what All Star Weekend is about. Though All Star Weekend is about the Saturday. Um, the first, the first part, the skills competition, guys. This is terrible. I like the format that we had with the big men versus the guards. I thought we had a lot of cool things working. I do not like how we switched this team format, and I, it's it's just super like it's just a, it's an L. It is what it is. Do do you guys have any thoughts on that? I don't know. Um, I don't hate the new format, although <laughs> I would say the big man versus guards did add a little you know fun to it just because. Oh, like I remember, like Sabonis being in it and doing well and stuff like that. But I don't. As as crummy as it sounds, it doesn't mean enough to me to really like say this or that. It's not the highlight of the night for me. No, I mean, for me, yeah, it's definitely not the highlight for sure. But still, like we should still be getting like the best of what we can get, and this is not it. <laughs> Well, that, that format, the old one that you're talking about, I think the issue was all the big men were winning that every year in like a guard-centric league, and they're like, well, we can't have this every year. This looks bad, yeah. But I think what they should do is get Who like... Who was the your, first big man to win it, though? Jokic? 
Uh, go ahead, keep going. I'm gonna check that. But I'm pretty sure Jokic won that, and then that. And, but like now, look at it. it. Might like, have Jokic been might be... I'm not sure. But um, shit, where was I? Um, oh yeah, I think what they should do is each team should be allowed to pick any three like shooters they want, and like you have like a shooting competition between all the teams to see like who's the best like shooting team. But nah, I don't know. That's just me. Besides that, I don't really have no I, much to that, say about it. Kind of skills. Like I don't just want another shooting competition. We have the three point competition for that. I think the skills yeah. makes a ton of sense. Like you got the passing, you got like you know the speed aspect of it, and you know it really comes down to how hard you're trying. Um, I thought that was. I just thought it was interesting that way. But with that being said, our three teams we have the intended Sukumpos again. Um, we have the team Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. And we have the Rooks, Paulo Bancaro, Jaden Ivey, and Jabari Smith. Jamie, who do you think wins this event? Um, give me the Rooks. I'll take, I'll take the Rooks in this. Okay, Mike, who do you have? Yeah, I'll go the Ante de Compost. Why not? They're going to play hard. They, they play hard in anything they do, so I'll go with them. Man, I the only thing that makes me nervous about the Jazz is Walker Kessler. He's probably <laughs> gonna have to knock down a shot, and he's probably not knocking it down. So I probably lean the Rooks. Uh, the Intenta Kumpos, man, I don't know. Like, right? Like, we're like, so we're just gonna do this every All Star, like, because they have three brothers. Like, I mean, I get it; it's cool, but just kind of like over at this point, right? Like, does Giannis and uh, Alex even are they even on teams? Or the Bulls have Alex, right? Uh, I think they have Costas, right? And then they or Coast. Oh, you guys have Costas? I think we waived him. Oh, okay. All right. That's not. I don't know. It's just the whole Yan, the Intentacumpos thing. It was cool, but like, I think we're past that. I think we need a better format than this. Three teams. Like, we're just getting a bunch of random dudes. Honestly. Yeah. I agree. Like this is a very lazy, like not thought out very well. I'd much rather see guys going full length of the court, having to hit a three, you know, making the pass. But do you guys have any final thoughts here on the uh, skills competition? No. I'm good. All right, let's roll into the three-point competition now. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. First of all, we'll start with the field. We have um, Halliburton, Hero, Healed, Porter, Damian Lillard, Lowry Markkinen, Jason Tatum, Anthony Simons was in, but is being replaced by Julius Randle. Jamie, I know you got Julius Randle winning this one. Man, what are we doing here? What? Somebody, somebody messed like, up. Can we have Steph shooting left-handed or something instead? Like, what the hell is going on, man? No one else. We couldn't get no one else. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, whatever. He's a... Not a prototypical three-point shooter. I don't even know what he's shooting this year. It has to be. It's going to be real cool when he puts a five up in the first round. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to look at the uh, draft uh, FanDuel uh, favorites right now so I can um, see who the favorites are and stuff. Who would... Uh, what do you mean? I have them right here. Damian Lillard and Buddy Hill are the favorites. Where's uh I want I th- I would uh put some money on Kevin Horder. 
Yeah, I think or Herder. I think he's he's probably like the. I think if you're just talking straight shooting, I think he's probably the best shooter. Him and Buddy probably like Dame obviously, but he's more of a more of a scorer than a shooter in my opinion. So I, I Jamie, probably Jamie, I think Kevin Jamie, Herder. We are not doing this. Damian Lillard is more of a scorer than a shooter. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, yeah, that makes sense to me, right? How? What do you mean? He's aver- he's aver- he's shooting a forty percent from three on crazy volume. I think he also like gets the free throw line a lot too because he attacks. The he rim just the like this is the first time he's ever averaged more than nine free throws uh, attempts per game. I don't. I mean, I don't think that's a crazy statement, but. Um, that he's more, he, so you don't think his, so you think he's more of a, so you think he's more of a, you said we wouldn't do this. We wouldn't get <laughs> yeah. off track. No, I was too late. No, but so, you know, I'm just saying, so you're telling me you think that you, Damian Lillard as more of an inside score than outside score though. Like, no, did most of no, the, no, that's no. That's what you're that saying wasn't. as a shooter though. Yes. That's what you're saying though. You're saying he's more of a score than a shooter. Like, no, he's more of a shooter than a score. He shoots more than he goes to the rim. I would agree, but I I think Steph like it's more like his all of his scoring is predicated on probably his shooting, whereas Dame I I I don't find that as much. Good point. I like I like this point, Mike. I mean, he definitely light. I mean, he lights up. I'm yeah, I'm not saying he's not like a, he's top ten in NBA uh, in threes in NBA history. All I'm saying is like when I watch Dame, it's not just the threes. Like, yeah, he can go off and hit nine in a game and ten in a game, but for the most part, it's all over the floor, not just the three-point arc is what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, who mean, you got? Who you got in I don't know. I just, I don't, the guy who shoots fucking 35-footers is more known for going inside. I think Dame's way more known for hitting 30-foot threes than dunks, but. I don't know. Anyway, uh, who do I have? I don't see. The thing is, I don't think like day. Like I don't think Kevin Hoarder and that. I'm not a fan of those guys because those are catch and shoot three point shooters, and this isn't catching and shooting. Like you have to go down, get, um, put your body weight into it. Lowry Markkinen's a big underdog here, but I'm definitely going to be sprinkling sprinkling a little bit on him. I think just being six nine, six ten, you don't have to use your legs very much. It's it's in his backyard where he's having a career year um the fans are going to be behind him I, I i really like lowry to have a good shot in this but if i wasn't taking him i kind of like tyler hero um i just think tyler hero can shoot in many different ways and uh if he gets hot i there's not many that can get as hot as he can yeah i don't know i'm it's not a, a fan like, a good, i just don't think this spread. is like I'll say that. a catch in three like I, like the catch and shoot three guys don't do as well. I that's feel my, like it's more catching, like catch and shoot rather than like guys who like to uh, shoot off the dribble, though, right? Because essentially you're not dribbling. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's I, I think it I don't think it's either. I think it's just a different yeah. like, motion. Like you're going down to your like right to pick up a ball, and then you have to get it into the pocket. Like it's completely different from either. Yeah, I, I agree. I guess it is different. I, I would think it benefits, obviously, the catch-and-shoot guys more than people who are pro shoot off the dribble, but, you, I mean, you're right. It's it's different than both of those. 
as right-handed as right-handed people, are you guys putting that rack on your right? When you're shooting, I like it on my left. So that's just me. I like going in the left more. Uh, yeah, I don't I know. I would have to I test it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got we got Buddy Hield who's who won it two years ago, right? He won it in 2020 or three mm-hmm. years ago now. Mm. He's probably yeah. is he the favorite? No. Or he was tied, or uh, just said, yeah, him and Dame are tied. Yeah, I, yeah, I got Kevin Herter. All right, Mike. Yeah, let's go. I think so, but I think Lowry Bird being last is a little disrespect, but makes no sense to me. Well, geez, where does Randall fall on that now? But second to last. But like Halliburton that is wild. a full plus one hundred. Over Halliburton, like I, they're over Lowry. I don't understand that at all. Hold on, Lowry's behind Julius Randle now. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know where they got Whoa, this from. What the- DraftKings Sportsbook? Yeah, it said it was pulled this morning from their site. Oh, I thought you were saying he was last with like Simons. No, Simons oh. isn't participating. Simons is. Out. I know. I thought that. you meant he was last. Like, that was the original when Simons was playing. I didn't think Laurie was last now with Rand. That, that to me, is utter disrespect. Yeah, I'm telling you. I am I'm, I'm I like money on Lowry marking it on Saturday night. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm putting the money down. All right. How much? I don't know, but <laughs> something's going that out on a later date. Something's going down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. $10, bucks, 20 bucks, $100, who knows? Um, But, so you guys are going hoarder, okay. All right. Do you guys know without looking who has the most threes this year? Um, Anthony Simons is up there. Buddy Heald. It's probably Buddy Heald. I don't know if I do. Yeah, I don't have a good guess. Yeah, like we buddy. just went. Yeah, I know buddy we, would uh, like, we just went through this list. Yeah. By like thirty. Mm-hmm. Having a good year. And then yeah. Simons is second. Simons and Dame are both top four and threes. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But, but he had yeah, a career last night. Also. Career game shooting the ball last night too. Excuse me, oh. against uh, Buddy did against the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I forget oh, if it dude. was like a Pacers record or a personal record, but he broke Mike, Reggie's record. Yeah. Mike, yeah. I've heard some uh, Bulls three point numbers like oh, shot brother. attempt or shot makes mm. per attempt. Oh brother. It's bad, bro. I didn't realize like it was like three for twenty one, five for twenty one, five for twenty like dude, I've I've heard some numbers today and I was like, wow. I'm pretty sure not last game, but the game before that, or it was either two games ago or three games ago, they didn't hit one till like this midway through the third. Like we <laughs> we had as, we had as many threes as them right where we are as they did in the first half. Like zero. None. Like, man, you can't chuck one up, fellas. Dude, they're, they're about to, oh, man, I don't want to break it to you, but I feel like the Bulls are about to head in for uh, quite a summer. Oh, they are, they are the, like, it's conversation of them being one of the worst teams in the league. Like, it goes to San Antonio and Houston and then Detroit, and I <laughs> took the Bulls right in there. Yeah, I took I took the spread tonight, the Bulls spread. So that's just just so foolish on my part. It shows why you know I shouldn't bet. You, you could only hope for them. You bet on the Bulls tonight? There's just the spread, half, right? 
I think it was nine when I did it. Oh. I'm not positive. Eight and a half, nine, yeah. Oh, man. That's why we are not a betting show. Maybe we tell you to bet on the Bulls who make three three-pointers in a night. Hey, man. Wait and see. Hmm. But anyway, you stay up and keep waiting and seeing. All right, my guys, let's get to our final event Saturday. Let's save. We'll save the all-star game for Sunday. So let's let's go through the uh, dunk contest. We'll kind of go back through everything one last time and uh, keep this one a little shorter. Um, But with that being said, with the dunk contest, there's a few questions that we got to talk about first here. The names that are in the dunk contest, Jamie, does that have any impact on what could happen in the dunk contest? What do you mean? Like, do you think this dunk contest could still be one of the greats of all time, even though we're talking about four guys who could honestly Hmm. be out of the league in two years and people wouldn't know? Uh, I mean, nowadays, man, everybody can do almost every dunk. It's just about being creative. Um, I don't... I think this year's is going to be better than last year's, but I still don't. last year's couldn't be worse. Correct. <laughs> like, well, that's not, not a very much. bold take there. But, I mean, Jericho Sims, I, we were talking about earlier, has a 44-and-a-half-inch vertical. I mean, I've seen, even in college, his head, like, at the top of that square. So he can fly, but is it more of an in-game type feel? Um, or is it, can he actually do something crazy that makes everyone jump on their feet? Um, I don't know. It's tough without star power. LeBron kind of killed that for us. No, LeBron didn't. <laughs> yep. Mike, I know what, is, like, what is the difference though? Like how, how do I want to say this? Like, how can this year, like, how can this year's dunk contest, like, be one of the greats? Even though, like, these guys, like, no one, like, I bet you there's a, a decent number of fans that don't know at least two of these guys. Yeah, I think the simple answer to your question is, how can this dunk contest be one of the greats? It can't. I, I don't think, these guys can probably dunk and jam fine, but, like, to match the athleticism with the dunking ability and the creativity is like, I mean, we're seeing it. I feel like Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon happened. And it was great. Um, some of those Nate Robinson, uh, Dwight Howard ones were like great. They were fun. I, I don't even have to go back to like Vince Carter, obviously, but like it's been a while since we've had kind of that caliber of player in the dunk contest that, matches the athleticism with the creativity and make it smooth and not take eight attempts to do it. You know, like, I don't know if we get that, if we're being honest this year. Like, if it's close number-wise, that's fun and stuff, sure. But, like, we don't, you know, we don't want it to be close with eight and nines. We want it to be close with nines and tens, if not all tens. And I think that's that's hard, especially because the bar has been set so high. Like... If it weren't for some of these past all-star game uh, dunk contests, I mean, you know, it, it changes the game a little. But because the, the past has been so good, especially five years ago, 2016, whenever it was with uh, Levine and Gordon, like now, you know, I feel like what's a 10 anymore? Do you, do you lower the bar? Because, like, these guys aren't as 
it's not as good or to, and you make it competitive or in our mind a, a 50 dunk is like it, that thing's got to be good good and I don't, I don't know if we see that this year from these guys and that's no slight on them I don't mean that I just don't know them well enough myself to be honest with you so if I set the over under on 50s at one and a half how many were you taking the over or the under oh I'm hammering the over yeah I think we get two fifties. Again, I think they might just dish it out too. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, so how many fifties? Like, if you had to take a like a random shot in the dark number here, how many fifties do you think there are? I would go somewhere in the ballpark of oh, over three and a half, four, four, maybe five on like plus money if we're getting into it. But I, again, I don't know these guys that well, but. In the past, if anybody can do a free throw line dunk, that's been a 50, straight up. You know what I mean? So if, if one of them just walks, and I'm not saying they can, but if one of them just walks out there and does that, then, like, historically, that's a 50. So what is it? So, Jamie, if it's just a free throw line dunk to get a 50, like, then why don't we do that? Well, I mean, am I right I, in saying that? Do you guys agree? Maybe yeah, I'm way I, mean, off. I think so. But like, so we just need like, so where, so how do you win the dunk contest? Then it feels like you need to have like a show. Like it feels like you need yeah. to bring a little something that isn't about has anything to do with the dunk contest, but like kind of like sells your brand. Kind of like like Griffin brought out a car. Was it the coolest dunk? No, but you know what? Everyone knew that he brought out a damn car, and that's what people talk about. I feel like it needs something like just like one of those moments. And I don't, I don't know what guy gives us that moment. I, I tell you right now, the guy I'm picking to win, and I don't know if he has a shot to win. I'm hoping he wins is Trey Murphy. I'm a huge Trey Murphy fan. Um, I think he can do a lot of special things in the NBA, but Jamie, how do you win the dunk contest? I, is it more about style now and how you do these like dunks, how you approach it, or is it about the dunk? I think it's everything. It's um, the walk up to the dunk, your um, your swag on the way to the dunk. Maybe you're dancing, maybe whatever the props you bring out, as well as finishing a dr- the dunk on the first try, as well as finishing Wearing a, jersey, or a certain jersey, like they right. Just yeah. I mean, it's everything accumulated into. Um, it's just putting on a show, and I, if I had to pick the over under, I'd go, I'd go two at most, because I just, it, I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, judges too. Like if you got old school ju- judges that maybe either have never done it or have done it before, like after a while, it's like yeah, the free throw dunk is cool and all, but I mean now half the league can do it, which I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I mean. I think it, every, it has to do with everything. And, you know, star power to me also has a little bit to do with it. As I'm watching, Giannis looks like he uh, broke his wrist. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how... I don't know. I wish I could dunk and maybe it would help a little bit, but that's all I got. Two <laughs> fifties. It's about yeah. how, le- how lenient they, they get. I That's what know. I mean. It's it all depends on the judges, man. Uh, and I'm I'm with Jamie and Steve. I think you're kind of alluding to it here that I think it does become more of an entertainment like prop kind of 
show. Yeah, I guess. And, like, that's fun. Don't get me wrong. That's fun. But, like, we're, we're not having a talent show here. You know, like, we're not about to, like, juggle bowling bowling pins and, like, do a dunk or something. What do you mean? Steve Nash. What, Steve Nash. Um, oh, man. What, what, what did Steve Nash give him, Jamie? That little soccer pass. The bicycle. Or the yeah. rainbow. There's that the was rainbow. beautiful. The rainbow like that, that yeah, dunk. I, I, that I, I, dunk might have been a fifty, and I, the dunk was probably like a twenty, and the the, the pass was probably the fifty. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I like it, but like it can't be. It can't all be that. And I think that's kind of where we're at. I, I, there was what's, it was just the anniversary of uh, Gerald Green like putting the cupcake on the the back of the rim and like jumping and blowing it out. Like I, I don't know, it's kind of cool, but like can't do that every round, dude. All right, I think, let's not let's not be taking shots at the cupcake with Gerald Green. I thought that was a sick dunk. I, I, well, man I has to get his mouth, his head above the rim to blow that thing out. I literally just gave him props for it. Oh man! I just said he can't do that every round. So like you gotta, if you're leading off points just with props, you gotta you gotta do props every round, every dunk. Yeah, and I think that takes away I from mean, it. I, I mean, like honestly, it. honestly, dude, if like they just go out and do a three sixty, you're not giving them a fifty. If they jump over a car, you're probably giving them a fifty. Yeah, but every round for for all of your dunks, you have to do a prop or a gimmick. Yeah, because if I you think just go out there and do a three sixty windmill, no one's gonna give a shit because we see that in games now by Zion. Then that's well, the, that's it's all the about how it looks, man. Like yeah, that's not, what I mean. That's why I think the props have to sell, which is more it's more of an entertainment thing than it is a dunk contest anymore. And like, that, if you on. brought, if somebody wanted to do Vince's exact dunk, and let's say, let's say Jericho Sims, the reverse 360 windmill, if he did that and finished it the way Vince did, it would be a 50. But if, a, I mean, if, what? Uh, like, Mac McClung went up and tried to do that and finished it, it obviously wouldn't look as good, even though, I don't know. I don't know really what I'm trying to to that's say. That's what I mean. It's, it's more like, about soulsman. It's about showsmanship, though. Like Donovan Mitchell, the dunk contest he win, he won. Like if most guys would have done his dunks, they wouldn't have gotten what he scored. So Mac McClung could technically probably do less to win this dunk contest out of all of them. Out of I, all of them, I and I think kind of being if he's one of the shorter guys since it's Nate Robinson. If you're if he's able to finish dunks and finish them clean with some style and swag, then I think that works in his favor. Personally, yeah. I, I mean, I, no, I, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We all like, oh, Matt McClung, like, what's he going to do? And then he goes out and does like the same dunk that somebody four inches taller than him might do. It's like, oh, okay, like, dope. Yeah. So it's it's just that's what I'm saying is like I don't. It's still got to be a dunk contest, like. If we're relying on the props to make the dunk contest, then I feel like we we get further and further away. But it's also tough because like every dunk has been done. So, right, that's, that's the it, thing. Like, right, like Zach Levine was doing all of Michael Jordan's dunks. Like we get it. Like we saw it. Like you, like he was doing. Like, he was going from the free throw like behind the back from the free throw line. And I don't know. Like those are just kind of like all done. Like. Zach Levine just had to keep moving it back, so he was like going behind the back from the free throw line, between the legs from the free throw line, and all that stuff. We didn't see it, that before, right? No, he didn't. Well, no, he didn't go between okay. the legs from the free throw line, but 
I mean, he was doing everything else that night. But then the thing is, though, is we wouldn't have gotten to see uh, Aaron Gordon's props because he brought out a prop every time. And, you know, he was, like, using that uh, his mascot on the um, uh, on the board there, uh, whatever they're called. Yeah, and the hoverboards. The yeah. hoverboard, thank you. And he was just, like, twice. going crazy. Yeah. And I felt like I had a lot more fun watching Aaron Gordon and then – Zach Levine. That's just my opinion, though. Um, but with the that, with that being said, uh, with the dunk contest, Jamie, who is your prediction? I'm taking Jericho Sims, um, hoping he does some crazy shit. Well, <laughs> six times, so he should be able to at least get one in there. Mike, who do you got? I'm because I know who I think you're going. I'm solely just going for uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Just yeah. to give a different look. And the boy probably has some bunnies. I hope his father taught him something here about. <laughs> yeah, definitely, oh, he's, he's definitely got some bunnies. Yeah, he's got them bunnies. Um, yeah, I, I've said it before. I, I'm I'm going with Trey Murphy only for the reason why I just want him to win. I just enjoy him as a basketball player. So I'm cheering for his success. And so, I don't give a shit about like any of these guys. So. Because because we've said it now, you you know who's gonna win. Yeah, Mac. No, <laughs> Matt is repping the Seventy Sixers now, McClung. Man, I would put a lot. I would put a lot on Mac to not win. I do think that the being shorter may work in his advantage as as far as like if he can make clean dunks and make them like good ones. Too. He's got to come out with a cost. Yeah. Oh, like he needs to sell being short. And that's part of the the showsmanship, in my opinion. Like he needs to come out with an A. Robinson jersey. So Kenya Martin's obviously wearing his dad's jersey at some point, right? And not yeah. that that means much, but like, yeah. I, but I don't no, know. I don't. Did Kenny Martin did Kenny Martin do a dunk contest? I don't think so. I actually think he. I thought he was in one, but oh, then if he I was have, in no, one, no, I have no idea. I he mean, he might have been, but I don't. I mean, if he didn't win, then I probably don't remember it. But you still, I mean, I'd still rep yeah. my dad's jersey. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh hell yeah. So that's his play. Mac Mac will have to do something. I feel like Jericho Sims is going to be boring, but he wins just because he's. Six ten. Just because I picked him to win. No, just because he's six ten. He's a safe pick. Like I bet you, he's like a big favorite in Vegas. Yeah, I don't think he did do a dunk contest. Just Kenny Martin. Yeah, senior. off top, I don't remember which one he would have done. Do you, I don't hmm? know. I was just thinking of like some like the, the memorable ones. That the the Levine and Gordon. To me, it might arguably be the best. The Jason Richardson, Vince Days. Uh, dude, the Jason Richardson. I, he stands out in my head, obviously, Vince Carter. And then, you, you know, you watch the videos of, like, MJ and Dominique. I just think that 2000, that 2000 Vince one, man, just changed so much. It might have been what broke the damn dunk contest. Like, that might be the issue. I remember watching that live and just, like, going crazy every single dunk and i don't think i felt that the levine i want to say it was 2016 i think so in toronto uh yeah that one was absolutely wild as far as like competitiveness i don't think we've ever had a closer one because what was it like a point difference like he got they, a 49 they, and Aaron yeah, Gore, uh, zach levine had a 50 that's why Aaron Gore was number 50 now <laughs> yeah didn't he have like 
four or five fifties. The way in uh yeah, he had the fifties. Yeah, the most fifties did not win. Twice too, I think. Aaron uh, Gordon, man, he got robbed. He got robbed bad. Yeah. The thing is, is Aaron Gordon to me was scoring like seventy fives. Zach Levine was scoring like sixty fives, but like that, that's not a scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, just switching gears, going back to to Vince. The thing about like with Levine and the Gordon dunk contest, when they were jamming like the whole all the players on the sidelines, just going wild, crazy, like hyping them up because because they, they were insane dunks. When Vince was doing his dunks, I just love you see the clips and the reactions of like Shaq and like Jason Kidd and some of the other Who's players. Who's on the mic? Who was on the mic? Is it um? Oh my gosh, it's gonna drive me nuts. It's over, Kenny. It's over. Um, I thought um, it was Kenny on the mic. No, is it Kenny on the mic? Yeah, we Kenny's on the mic. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I just love their reactions, like they're in awe. Like I, like, what did we just watch? Like, you know what I mean? And of course, obviously, that's just a generational difference too, and where players sit and stand. But like, they were just like, dude, what? This, yeah, like what? Shaq with that little camcorder. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the base. Oh my god. I remember Jason like, Kidd too is what? just like like scratching his head like whoa. Whoa whoa. <laughs> yeah, and GP and uh KG were next to each other. Uh that was wild. I just saw uh like a clip of that the other day. And those were the times, man. Yeah. Hopefully we get back to those someday. Man, well, it we just felt like Levine and Gordon like had us there too. That's the craziest part. We yeah. just need more star power. Like we need a star that wants to do it because like that like at truth. least builds yeah. it up a little bit more. Now it's just like you got this role player and this role player. And now you got guys coming in from the G League, and it's just hard to like get behind, in my opinion. Who would you like to see do it? I don't ja. know. I like Ja. Yeah, I would like. Um, Who's another one? Maybe even like a like a Giannis, just like a weird like I don't know how good he would be in it, but it'd be cool just to like like a Javale McGee when he did it. Yeah, or like <laughs> a lengthy. I'm trying to think of like the super athletic to... dunkers now. Like there's so many, like Ant Edwards maybe. Oh my God! Yeah, Zion. He can't stay healthy enough to play in one, but it'd be fun. Man, to I'm not gonna be fucking playing basketball again this year. It's the most crazy. It's the craziest thing. He just got like reevaluated, and they it's still out indefinitely after the All Star break now. It might be a conversation for a different time, but that boy's future is a little scary. Yeah, same same thing with Lonzo, for being honest. But well, they can be in rehab together. <clears throat> the Pelicans boys are uh, I don't know it's just unfortunate for Zion I'm wings very are disappointed broken. very disappointed with the Pelicans right now Pelicans um, can't fly can they? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say yeah I got to say yeah I'm taking, I'm taking the yes on that one yes they can fly Pel- <laughs> we're not about to do it Pelicans can definitely fly yeah, I was gonna say, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are the birds that can't? Penguins, dude. Oh, Ostriches. penguins and flamingos. That was, all right, yeah, pelicans fly. You're right. 
All right. Um, I don't think what people need to hear. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you guys are on the NyQuil or something? The thermo, <laughs> thermoflu? I don't know. This yeah, cold's got well, my brain all I'm mashed on, I've, up. I've, I've, I've hit the dose of NyQuil early tonight. I'm fucking tired. Um, with that being said, guys, uh, any final comments about All-Star Weekend that you're excited for that I didn't cover? Uh, we'll cover the game starting on our episode for Sunday. Yeah, I, I just hope it's it's good, you know, entertaining. Like, let's just make it. I don't <laughs> Me too, know. my guy. Well, I just, I, I don't know. It's just frustrating when it's not. It's such a bad look. Like, just make it where people can be, like, happy with this. If, we're, if you're looking at the card, though, after everything we just went through, you, like, if you had to bet yes or no, does it live up to the hype? What side are you betting? I think the three-point contest is loaded. Like, I, I think that would be fun. Um but I I don't know if the uh, dunk contest is in it for me. I mean, I'll still watch it. But... looks like duty. I think I'm just giving it low expectations because <laughs> yeah, and hoping like for the best because yeah. I don't want to expect too high. And then it just like last year and the year before and the year before it's just kind of like eh that was fun. To me, it's as long as everything's competitive. Then I mean, yeah, that makes it just that much better. If every game is competitive for the most part, and then it's definitely a lot more enjoyable to watch. That celebrity That's probably game an obvious look, answer. Looks but so bad now, huh? I mean, I'm hard. excited to see Megatron on a basketball court so people remember how large this man was, man. I tell you, give me, give me Albert <laughs> Yo. Pujols out there. <laughs> let's get... Oh, oh Jamie. Yeah, let's get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? We're talking about how Pelicans can't fly, or we're talking about how large Megatron is. Like, is there anything else we need to cover, fellas? Nope, I've I've said my piece. <laughs> All right, Jamie, get us started. Let's get on out of here. Hey, everybody, tune in. Um, I think tomorrow is the celebrity game in the Rising Stars as well. Yeah. Right. And yep. then. Saturday, hopefully everything lives up to the low expectations of myself. And then uh, we'll see what the draft is on Sunday. Um, thanks for the views, everybody. Keep it up. I'm out. <laughs> Did you say you hope it lives up to the low expectations? She's gone. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I just, uh, to sum it up, I just hope it's, I just hope it's competitive. Um, Make it fun. Make it a little entertaining here. It sounds like we are covering the All-Star game on the next episode, so we'll get into that. But, yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, We'll see what happens. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll, we'll catch you next one. I did not expect this to take an hour, but we appreciate you guys. Um, <laughs> our listeners are awesome this week, and uh, I just want to give you guys all a shout-out. It's been a very busy couple weeks. Um, five, six episodes in two, three weeks here. And then obviously this will be another bonus and then we'll have our another, another weekly and then we'll kind of be back on track with our one per week. But our listeners have been incredible and we can't um, say thank you guys enough. We appreciate the continued support. Um, keep giving us feedback and uh, we will keep doing what we can do. I appreciate you, Jamie and Mike. Um, I hope we have a great all-star weekend. It's one of the most fun weekends of the year. Mike and Jamie, we get a couple of days off next week of watching basketball. Then we're going to be ready 
to go through the final quarter of the season. With that being said, guys, we will see you guys Sunday morning after the conclusion of a, hopefully a wild Saturday night, and we will see you then. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Nothing But Net NBA podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Nothing But Net.